before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests and which deliver their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is Within the Barrens. Hello, boils and ghouls. Before we jump into this episode, I want to give you a little disclaimer that on this episode, my audio was a little shot as I was trying to use a new configuration. So apologies for the first like five or six minutes of this interview. Uh, my audio is a little shot, but stick around and I decide to you know change it halfway through and it turns out a lot better. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and for all the support. You guys are absolutely amazing. So here you go. Enjoy the episode. I'm your host, Dustin, and joining us today is Sean Roberts. Most of you will recognize him from his portrayal of Albert Busker in the Resident Evil films, but here, today, we're talking about, I think, my new favorite film of the year, his latest film, Peter for Blood. Sean, how are you doing, man? Well, I'm feeling pretty good with that sort of introduction. I, that's good news, man. Thank you, Dustin. I appreciate it. I mean, thank you for, you know, starring in this film that's super over the top, but in a good way and, you know, funny and, and really brings it back to, you know, like the old, like I would say like late 80s, early 90s video store films where the, the practical effects are really in your face and just crazy one-liners going out the door, action and everything. It's everything that I love in, in any kind of film, really, but most importantly, the horror genre. Well, hey, it's a testament to James's work, man. It's uh, we got lucky on this one, I think. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, so one thing I like to do when I have guests on here, just kind of briefly, is I'm um, kind of go back to where everything began with you, with with whether it was acting. Um, I know that you are very into you know working out and keeping up with you know a healthy um, you know body and everything. So where did kind of all this start with you? Uh, I got blessed to start in, in television and film at a very young age. I was 12 years old when I booked my wow. first TV. Um, and, you know, I mean, for for years, it's you take an acting gig and no matter what it is, which is amazing. Um, and it feels like it's been three decades to finally get to a point where this is the movie that I wanted to make to begin with. Right. I wanted to be I grew up watching action stars and that's can I do that, too? Yes, please. Um, and sure, it's not exactly the same thing as watching Die Hard, but it it has some great elements. And, you know, I mean, I decided a long time ago that I'd like to be able to go to work and laugh and, and still kick ass. And when this movie came along with all those elements, I was like, oh, my God. Yes, somebody's listening. <laughs> Hell, yeah. 
the blessing for sure. Hell yeah. And um, I kind of want to go back to, uh, I said earlier that you were in the Resident Evil films, which, you know, there were so many of them. And, you know, whether people like them or other people don't like them, they were very, I think, influential for, you know, bringing video games to um, movies. So where did, you know, that kind of come about with you being part of that? And were you always a Resident Evil fan? I grew up uh, on that original PlayStation, just like everybody else playing that creepy video game. Hell yeah. Uh, turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. You hear the creepy crawlies coming. Um, being a part of that was it was pretty, pretty incredible. Um, you know, and it's all it's all temporary. So, you know, you have all this build up and then you hope for great things to come from it and, and it turns out amazing and then you go just go back to regular life like anything else right so um i am i'm certainly grateful for the experiences but uh it never made or break my life it just sort of was a highlight along the way i guess sure. you know um i heard about the the films uh because toronto's a small town small film town um, you heard about the the couple of movies that had been filmed beforehand, and you know, well, that would be cool. And then when they came back to film uh, Afterlife in Toronto, I had the opportunity to make a tape. And I was like, well, yes, please. Hell yeah! And just got lucky, man. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time, and they needed a Canadian, and here I was. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I. That movie series has given me experiences that I've had nowhere else. And um, yeah, I, I think that's, you know, I mean, I don't want to say that's why you do it, but it's certainly one of the reasons. Why you do it. For sure. For sure. That's awesome. And then, you know, going from that where, you know, you weren't really a main character, but you were there, you were very prominent. And now jumping to this new film where you are the lead role, you're doing so many crazy things. Where did, you know, being part of here for blood like where did that kind of um start so i got uh reached out to by our special effects team okay. asking me to be available or interested and well i was like well carlos i mean yeah if you're doing a movie i'm into it we, we've worked together before in the past um and sure like let's let's i'm, I'm available let's look because as an actor you take any job that fucking comes, man. It's yeah. Far and few between, so absolutely you're going to take it. Um, but when I got the script, I only got a couple of pages into it before I was even questioning if this was real because it it seemed so perfect. And I, it's, it's, I guess it takes a lifetime to be in the position to be able to have opportunities like this show up. And I, I, I'm worried that maybe it's my last one. Because oh. <laughs> Hey, if this is how I go out, then that's fine because uh, it had all the elements I wanted in it. I get to laugh, I can still kick ass, um, and you know, there's the relatable having a, a kid where he's not just a, this you know unrelatable douchebag going around punching people. For like sure. this is who's got feelings and you know wants to do the right thing, um, and I can relate to that. So it was uh, it was an easy choice, man. I was like, yes, when can we start? So. that's that's so awesome and I, I this is another one that i was asking myself while watching this um because i know this is you know it's a low budget film um so you have to you know be very smart with where you're putting money whether you're going to be hiring a bunch of stunt um actors to do all these things 
So I wanted to ask you, did you do all your own stunts or did you have doubles here and there kind of help you with everything? I was the guy. I was the guy. And that was That's sort awesome. of one I had asked in the beginning. I was like, well, I want to do all of my own stunts because a lot of times, like, I, let's be honest, trying to find somebody else that can match my physical body yeah. and my height, <laughs> like, there's not very many people. Um, so what I end up usually well, what the stunt coordinator usually ends up doing is getting a big guy who's just big and like, that's cool. But like, that's not my physique, man. I got a tiny waist. What the fuck? So yeah. I told him right from the get go, I said, no, 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 I want to do as many of these stunts as I can. I have experience doing stunts. I've worked with some of the biggest stunt coordinators there are. I have all my, my own pads. Um, and as long as we keep it relatively safe, like I think, uh, when one of the earlier drafts, there was, um, uh, a gag going backwards down the stairs. Oh, yeah. That's probably one of the more dangerous uh, stunt gigs because you don't see what's coming. And so I was hesitant about that. Um, luckily, I guess we'll say, uh, our set didn't uh, encourage that actually happening. So any of the, the, the physicality was, yeah, I can do that. I can do that myself. So it, it worked out. I think uh, I think we got pretty lucky in the casting of the opposite characters because the majority of the bad guys all had stunt work uh, previous experience too. Oh so wow! We were all doing it for real, which was it's nice because you know we want to do that. <laughs> the stunt wow. the stunt team on any movie is revered, and and everybody else has a little bit of jealousy because they get to do all the fun things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And this one, you're doing everything, getting blood all over you, you know, beating people up like senseless, using crazy household tools, which I love. I'll put like, you know, realistic in a way. Well, realistic, we'll put quotes on that. And what you could be doing with these things that you're picking up around the house and, you know, just defending uh, this this child and, and her life and everything else that's going on in this film. It's so crazy. And it's super fun. I, like I said earlier, I think it really is. Like As of right now, it's still at the beginning of the year, but it's <laughs> definitely my favorite film that I've watched yet because of how fun it is. Awesome. Well, thank you. That's, uh, that's as nice of a compliment as any of us can get, so I appreciate it. Man. That's Hell yeah. Um, so another thing I wanted to ask was, since this is no morphing um, wrestling and horror together, uh, were you always a wrestling fan? Well, I mean, I, I grew up and my older brother was a fan of the Ultimate Warrior and uh, always wanted to suplex me or, you know, whatever. Tombstone! I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, peripherally, sure, I enjoyed that. But um, on my own, did I have any of the wrestling figures? And No, I didn't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I realized that at a pretty early point that it was kind of like dancing. And mm -hmm. I'm not really big into a bunch of sweaty men dancing with each other like that. <laughs> elbow and maybe I'll be a little more into it. But um yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it never got into me, uh, or I never got into it. I was sort of the kid that watched The Simpsons and other things, you know, regular oh, yeah. cartoon. Morning, but okay, awesome. Um, and that leads me into the other half of that question. Since it's wrestling and horror together, were you always a horror fan? I think my first. Well, okay, so 
I got to experience from the stairwell looking through the railings. I got oh, to watch I remember Freddy those days. <laughs> and that was pretty creepy. Uh, it wasn't until I saw Army of Darkness. And that, um, again, I was probably too young to be watching it, but it sort of, it gave me a different insight on scary and fun action. And I really enjoyed that movie. It's it stood out like crazy uh, in my mind and for years before any of the, the follow-ups had occurred. Um, I, I enjoy horror, but there's also the point when, you know, there's some things you say, I don't need to see that. I don't want yeah. that in my Right? So if you can do a horror like this where it's, so ridiculous that it doesn't have that resonance in it or it's just ridiculous okay fine um i feel my my soul feels better about making movies like that right yeah for um, sure i know it's silly but whatever <laughs> that's okay that's okay the evil dead series is really really good and um it's usually one that everybody always you know says like oh i love evil dead it could be the first one the second one or army of darkness you know they're all different but all feel the same i think what they really did in the early days really did pioneer like with films that we see today just like here for blood like i don't we wouldn't have this if we didn't have that you know so for sure that's awesome that's your uh, favorite one out of that um and another thing that i was thinking when i was watching this um i love comic books and this film it's so like fast-paced sort of over the top it's also very colorful in areas that I want a comic book of this film. And what are your thoughts on that, of your character being in a comic book, continuing the story? Interesting. Um, I haven't heard that one before, but I think, you know, uh, I don't know if we have any artists that can do it, but I know James would, you know, <laughs> sure. That's another gig. Let's try it. Um, interesting. Comics. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Let's let's do that. All right, you know, screen box play disgusting. Your belts involved. Let's get some comic books made. Um, and I guess I'll leave you off on this last one since we are getting short on time. Is um you you said that this might be your last film, but I'm curious. Is there anything else going on that you're you're aiming for, or maybe there's a hint of something down the road that you can talk about right now that you'll be in next? Um. Well, I, I have some other films that are coming out on some obscure platforms, I think, uh, over the next couple of months. I don't have the information on those. Sure. And yeah, man, I just, uh, listen, we just went through uh, like a nine-month strike with SAG and the Actors Union, um, with the global economy being what it is. And with AI, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it is the last movie I make because the I'm hoping that the audience really appreciates and acknowledges the difference between cgi and practical gags yes and like i'm just keeping my fingers crossed that real people still have jobs man because you know i it's it's just it's concerning <laughs> so that's why i'm like it might be my last job right now i can barely get an audition let alone uh, be working so it's uh lean times we'll say lean times well, I wish you all the success going forward with this. I know as soon as everybody starts seeing this, they're going to want you for your films. You, you, in some sort of way, I feel, going into the genre like this is like Arnold Schwarzenegger back in like 
predator, you know, and then like skyrocketed everything for him. Like, this is how I feel for you because seeing your chops in this film, but the way you deliver lines, the way that you handle yourself on screen, the way that you're able to like throw people around and do it all yourself. I think that's something a lot of people are looking for. So I really do hope you uh, get some more gigs like this because I want to see them. Well, that means a lot, Dustin. I uh, thank you, man. You know, this is the reason why I get up in the morning. So it would uh, it wouldn't be nice to be able to do it consistently, you know. So again, I can't thank you enough for the the kind words and and your support and uh, for having me on the show today. I, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Well, thank you for uh, coming on, and thank you to everybody else involved that set this up. You guys are amazing, and um, I guess we'll leave you to go on for your other interviews. But as for right now, thank you guys so much for being here, and we will see you on the next one. I hope to awesome. see you again. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh